Gaze Radio with your family. I'm Hendrik, and this is another episode of Theatre Bitches. There we go. <laughs> uh, welcome to my friend Marie de Toy, uh, South African actress, um, musician, troublemaker. Yeah, uh-huh. there we go. Um, and we recently went to see a production in Cape Town at the Artscape Theatre, yes. um, presented by Cape Town City Ballet. It's a production of Sleeping Beauty. And that's what we're going to talk about in this uh, episode today. And we're going to chat about various aspects of the production. So, oh, wonderful, wonderful. First of all, your general impression of the evening? Oh, I hadn't been to a ballet in many years, so I was amazed anew, like a little girl. But it was a lovely evening, beautiful, yeah. professional, stunning, slick, excellent. And interesting exhibition in the foyer as we came in. Yes, there were these gymongous works of art, beautiful works of uh, tutu, all based on brilliant photographs, journalistic art. So the combination was absolutely fabulous, something yeah. brand new. Yeah. And, and well-dressed audience as well, all oh, ready yeah. for the ballet there. You look quite dapper as well <laughs> in your suit. Yes. Well, go and look on my Instagram, you'll see what she's talking very, about. Very, very, very nice. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so we're going to talk about this production a little bit, uh, talk about the dancers, the sets, the lighting, you know, all the usual things that make up a production, and uh, give our very humble opinion about all of those. <laughs> we'll try. <laughs> Well, okay. And, uh, yeah, I, I give you an indication whether it's worth to go and see and support or not. I can, I can give you a hint. It is. Oh, yes. Um, and then, of course, there was this incident that happened uh, mm. uh, during the show. The, mm. the incident in row, what was it? Oh, it could have been B, it could have been C. Ah, okay. But, uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll tell you what yes. happened. It was, it was quite the drama. Um, but that's all coming up in this episode of Theatre Bitches here on Gay Radio, where you are family. But first, we're going to listen to some music. And of course, if you want to know what song is playing, it is as easy as opening the app on your phone. That's the Gay Radio app that you can get on iTunes or on Google Play. And just look at the playlist there and you'll see uh, which songs we are playing. Of course, we only play LGBTQ plus artists, icons and allies. So here we go. And we'll be back in just a moment. Did you miss something on Gay Essay Radio? Well, you can always listen to the podcast. Just go to the website, gaysaradio.co.za, click on podcasts, scroll down, and listen to your heart's content. Gay Essay Radio, where you are family. Gay Essay Radio, we are family. I'm Hendrik, and uh, we are in the thick of theatre bitches. <laughs> Our review show where we talk about all things artistic and, and, and theatre-wise and, you know, snobbish. Very lardy. Very lardy da. So what could be more lardy da than the theatre, than the ballet? Than I mean, the ballet, the oh, ballet. indeed. My heavens. Okay, so we're talking about uh, Cape Town City Ballet's production of Sleeping Beauty. Now, that's a classic, isn't it? I mean, oh, what a wonderful fairy tale. It mm, never grows old. Well, it is quite old. I mean, <laughs> but it will, it will always make you feel young again. There's like a, a childlike innocence that comes through that story. And the one thing that especially us grown ups strive for is the happy endings. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell. We really do strive <laughs> for happy endings. And it does indeed bring that feeling of, oh, there oh, is magic there out is there. Magic, yes. <laughs> Um, what happened the next morning with the dishes and all that? I don't know. But uh, <laughs> so beautiful, beautiful story um, and beautiful music, of course, by yes, Tchaikovsky. Fantastic, fantastic yeah. soundtrack. Oh, that orchestra was magic. Yes, we're certainly going to talk about uh, the Cape Town. Is it the Philharmonic? I 
think it is the Cape I believe Town. Yeah, they were, indeed yes. they were. The Cape Town Philharmonic Orchestra uh, accompanying the production. Very rare to see mm. um, uh, live uh, orchestra with ballet, and uh, I think it's it's a trend that's seemingly coming back because it has been done before in Johannesburg. I have been to a few productions of. Uh, uh, Joburg Ballet, where under the same conductor, the uh, Joburg Orchestra was playing, and it's magical. It's magical when you have a somebody no, in the Absolutely, yeah. it really brings theatre to life on on more levels. It's so incredible yeah. to think, like, I mean, how many people in total in a production like that? I mean, the orchestra is probably like forty, fifty people. Yeah, it's ginormous. Um, and then the cast is, was huge. I must say, yes, it was a very yes. large cast. I spoke to somebody from Joburg Ballet, and they'd recently done the production, and they were very jealous by the number of people on stage there. They had four fairies. No, here they had six. So <laughs> it was it was interesting to uh, to also because having seen that production to also kind of weigh up the two and go, you know, yes. I've seen this before. Because when we get into choreography and those sort of things later, I think there's also sort of standard choreography that one yeah, can see yeah. through through these things. Anyway, so yeah. Um, well, okay. First of all, if if I have to see. As, as an audience member, the marriage between the orchestra and the pit and these fantastic dancers on the stage, it was like there was a, a marriage between them. It really was like a bit of a love story between the instruments and the movement. And um, that all in all really showed me good artist, artistry. That was a new word for me. Um, it was so just brilliant, really, really. Interestingly, uh, conductor Brandon Phillips uh, who was also conducting in Johannesburg. Apparently, my son is a ballet dancer at Joburg Ballet, so I get the inside uh-huh. scoop. You know? uh, apparently, when the uh, British lady was here who choreographed their last production, she spent quite a bit of time um, also helping him and showing mm. him, um, because obviously he didn't have a, a lot of experience. And I could certainly tell the difference uh, in the way that the music worked very closely with the dancers. Mm. There were one or two where they missed their beats yes, at the yes. end. But generally... It was spot on, spot on, spot on. Absolutely. Although, I mean, I can't even walk spot on half the time, so can you imagine? <laughs> oh, my goodness. So we want to talk about the dancers in, in much more detail um, because obviously a fabulous cast on stage there. And beautiful. Oh, I was in love with every second dancer that pranced across that stage. And then, of course, there was that incident in ILC, ROC, which uh, almost brought the whole thing to a standstill. We we will definitely talk about yes, that in just a moment. Yes, it me awake at night. Mm. <laughs> but let's take a little break and go back to the music. Uh, we'll be back in just a moment with uh, some more talk on Theatre Bitches here on Gay Radio, where you are family. Do you want to meet the person who can introduce you to your next client? Net Your Niche is an online networking platform that reduces the time, money, and efforts of traditional marketing and allows you to focus on what truly matters. Meeting someone who can refer you to the exact person you're looking for. No more calling secretaries and being put on hold. Sign up today at a 20% discount and make sure you don't miss out on meeting new clients any longer. Visit us on NYN. Dot co dot ca or call us on zero one two nine four seven nine five double nine. Okay, it's already with your family. I'm Hendrik here in studio in Cape Town and with me, my dear friend, Marie de Toy. We're talking about Sleeping Beauty, the production recently on stage. Or we'll still on stage, we hope by the time you hear it, uh, just check uh, the website. You'll certainly see some more news on our blog there. That's gaysradio.co.za. Uh, certainly worth going to see because of the quality. 
if the doctor Oh, absolutely. Well. No, look, really, if you want to see something unforgettable, book your tickets now. Really, mm. it is a lovely show. So, Fantastic. Like, like every ballet, you have various casts. There's not one cast, like, mm. you know, drama shows. We have one, maybe an understudy or two, but off yes. you go when you do that. Because ballet is so demanding on the body, you know, mm. obviously they, they can't do that every night, especially the principals. So we saw Precious Adams as Princess Aurora. Mm. And uh, as we saw, we, we thought she was local with a name like Precious Adams. Yeah, then. I did. <laughs> from Michigan. She's from, from Michigan. Michigan. Wow. Mm. So, and, and beautiful. And yeah. Yeah, oh, gorgeous. Yeah, lovely. Excellent dancer. And in the role of Prince Florimant was South African Andile Ndlovu. Now, interestingly, he, as I said earlier to you uh, before we started, started off as a, a ballroom dancer and then found ballet late in his life and has now turned out to be this excellent dancer who's now dancing for Washington Ballet. Yeah, you see, it shows if it's in you um, and you grab it, then so, you can go. <laughs> Marie, what did you think about the chemistry between the two? I found it quite credible, actually. Mm -hmm. I thought that um, whenever they were in each other's presence, they really only had eyes for each other. So I, I liked that. Mm -hmm. I believed that. It really looked like true love. And, and you don't often find that. You know, often you'll have brilliant acting or brilliant dancing, but there's like zero chemistry. Mm. But uh, no, it was, it was really rather romantic. Mm -hmm. um, who's your favorite of, of, of all the dancers and all the characters, the, the one that sort of stood out for you? Oh, my gosh. You're going to think I'm weird, right? <laughs> but, but, okay, I really love the principles. But there's a tiny, teeny, tiny little character who dances like a dream. And I believe she was a bluebird. Okay, that is uh, Princess Florine and the bluebird. Yes. I mean, everybody was brilliant. But when she came onto the stage, she really flucked like a little bird. And, oh, she made me smile. And I like to smile. I love to smile. And uh, she was one dancer that really stood out for me. Mm -hmm. That's Shante, Shante Daniels, I think mm. her name is. Good uh, on her. Dancing with Stephen Underwood in the production we saw. Um, yeah, there was quite... But, you know, this is also kind of a difficult ballet because acts one, two, and three is mainly walking. Yes. With style uh, on point. And then the real dancing only happens once, you know, they've all woken up a hundred years later when suddenly yes. dancing seems to be very popular. Uh, uh, <laughs> ballet seems to have <laughs> progressed a, a lot in the past hundred years. <laughs> Yeah. So I don't know if, if it's also kind of an analogy for the history of ballet, but it's only the spectacular pieces that come at the end. Yes, although I must say with the, with the flap movements in the beginning, there were a few faces that really helped tell the story. <laughs> um, and what did you say was the bloke who was doing all the announcements? Oh, the master of ceremonies. Yes, he was good. I mean, whenever he came up, he was, looked very businesslike, took his job very seriously. Uh, oh, that Jimungus wig and all uh, the, all the powder crazy, and yeah. rouge. Uh, Johnny Bobang. Very uh, nice, very lovely acting. Yeah, he, he kind of glued it together mm. for me there. And what was very special is a, a special appearance on stage from somebody <gasps> who'd been a fantastic dancer many years ago and gone into retirement. Edward Treilung. Wow. Oh, my word. That now, you were quite the fan in the day, Ooh. weren't you? Yes, I had ballet books and all chuterkies, and I had a Phyllis Spira poster against my wall, and then I had an Edward Greiland poster, where he was like kind of doing this twirly, tippet nose, I don't know what. It was just a fantastic um, fantastic pose mid-air. I thought, gosh, if a man could do that for me, <laughs> darling. 
Anyway, and to see him years later, somebody actually pointed out to me, I mean, I didn't recognize him as the king, royal, stately, with his full beard. I thought, well, Edward, you have changed, darling, but lovely. I mean, he was so in command of that role, and he had very limited movement, but he was magical. Mm. He really was lovely. It was, it was nice. It gave it an, a kind of an authority, you know, there was somebody with experience and years of, you know, the king. I wonder how the younger dancers felt dancing in, you know, in the midst of such, you know, ballet royalty, basically. Mm-hmm. It must have felt a bit overwhelming at times, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what Edward thinking now of my, <laughs> of my plie. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there were, at the other end of the spectrum, a few kids in the production as well, which are quite cute. Oh. With the little wigs so and they're running little up with their little gifts oh. and up and down. Yes, they were the gift carriers. Yeah, they're very yeah. sweet. Um, cute job. So all in all, I think the dancing we could we could rate quite highly. It was oh, it was, fantastic. Yeah. Generally, I think the company looks very good. Yes, and, uh, I the think you know what is amazing. I think those dancers knocked themselves out in their rehearsals, mm-hmm. and I don't think people really appreciate mm. every time they float up into the sky. How many times they probably had to fall on their faces during rehearsals? So no, yeah, that's true. No, fantastic. Yes. We don't know how much work goes into putting up a ballet like no this. Idea. It's years of experience in everyday classes, and, and it's mm. such a a harsh discipline. You know, it's not easy to be. In uh, the ballet industry, mm, <laughs> we could call I can it that. only imagine. Yeah. So anyway, okay. So let's talk uh, next. Uh, we're going to talk about. Uh, oh, we had a whole plan here. Let me. But see. we have to talk about that incident. Yeah, we no that that we're definitely going to talk about. But um, coming up, we're also going to talk about the sets and the lighting because I think it it played a very special role oh, in the production. Yes, hey. yes, yes. That's all coming up right here on Gaze Radio, where you are family. Stay right where you are. Like any good radio station, Gay SA Radio has an extensive blog which is updated almost daily. We even have a blogger that writes articles just for you. Come and visit gaysaradio.coza. Gay SA Radio, we are family. I'm Hendrik here with Marie. We're talking uh, theatre bitches and uh, <laughs> sleeping beauty uh, from Cape Town City Ballet. Please go to our website, gaysaradio.co.za, and uh, just click there on the article link on UC the article uh, we wrote about the ballet and all the dates and so on. It is still on until September, I believe, mm. uh, of 2019. Okay, so we've been talking about the production and what we thought about it. Um, a costume and... Um, no, we're talking about lighting and sets. Yes. Ah, so... Very, very glamorous set. I almost very old fashioned kind well, of kind of, theater. of opera, didn't it? It's like very larger than life. I think opera and ballet. I think it's a giant. very, very, very traditional yes. ballet kind of setting and and way of of designing it. I think with a with the arches and the height, very storybook. Yeah, very much storybook. No, the lighting was fascinating because of. What was it exactly? Was it kind of like a gauze material that they had the set painted on because there was lighting embedded behind that No, somehow. that was a light from the top. There was a special light that, that kind of moves. I don't know if you remember <gasps> the old days we had those ones. These for modern the lights. Yeah, for the, so it creates the impression that there's a waterfall on a flat painted piece of fabric. It's amazing. That was wonderful. Um, and there was the other moment also when... Uh, when the thorns the start thorns growing start around growing. the castle, yes. Um, yeah, that's uh, some beautiful effects. I I must say the general lighting of the of the dancers, because with dancers you always you don't light them from the front, you light them from the sides. Which, yes. You know, that's a whole different technique of lighting dance uh, as opposed to drama or opera or mm, something like mm. that. 
Um, and yeah, I think it was all quite visible, and people could I mean, no real dark yeah. spots so you couldn't see what the hell was happening. Or something. No, it was, it was very good. Beautiful. You know what I found interesting? Sorry, it's a bit of a backtrack, but the evil queen had extremely shimmering outfit on, and the lighting captured her in a different mm. way. I think if she had just been set in black, we probably wouldn't have seen her moves as well. So good on the choreography and the lighting mm. and the costume design for the old baddie, mm. because she really was rather bad mm. and very visible and quite striking in the lighting. I mean, but also the, the, the whole... Because this is the story. Now, the thing happens, they sleep for a hundred years, they wake up, it's a different century. Yeah. Um, and the, the costumes uh, also kind of reflected that in, yeah. in, in a way. So, I mean, we can talk about the costumes as well, I suppose, uh, because it's all one thing. Um, set design, costume design, all the design <laughs> things. Because it, it also blended in for me so beautifully within the set. It wasn't like it's... Yes. Sometimes you have like a set that's one thing and a costume that and it screams. Yeah, yeah it doesn't it does. doesn't gel. This this did work really well. I mean, the amount of costumes, the number of things that they had. It the was world. incredible, especially the group dances when they went off and then they come back as another group. No, it was really lovely. Mm. One fine day in the middle of the night. <laughs> oh, you know what I want to also say is the handling of props was also lovely. Mm -hmm. The props were nice and large. I mean, they were like floral garlands and flowers. And it was it was really lovely. The way you were talking about gelling costumes and movements and the set and the lighting and then the props, everything really fell together nicely. It is a beautiful picture to watch. I said to you in the evening, it felt a little bit like being in a time machine and going back to a theater like, 250 years ago. Were you there? It was the weirdest <laughs> thing. It felt like it felt like the whole production felt like we could have just been in 1850 or somewhere, you know, yes. and and watching the original or whenever it was produced. It, it was that kind of an authentic yes interpretation of it. It didn't try to be modern. It didn't try to be fancy in any way. It used modern technology to create that old-fashioned feeling and absolutely like an old ballet we're looking at. It's a little. A little view into the past. Yeah, there. it was it's magical, amazing, really hey? magical. Also, I think because it's such a beloved old fairy tale, mm. they really did it justice that mm. way. No, oh, awesome. Awesome. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so, of course, accompanied by a live orchestra, uh, the Cape Town Philharmonic. So, we're going to talk about are they any good? Did they help? Mm. Did they break it down? Of course, they were any good. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, we're going to talk about uh, the music and all of that in just a moment. And, of course, the beautiful soundtrack by. Mr. Tchaikovsky himself, the greatest queer of history. Um, and, well, I don't know. There's a few of them. And then... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be careful now what you say. <laughs> that, incident, that incident shocked me so much. I, it took my attention away from the... From the yeah, from I don't while, actually huh? know what went on, on the on stage, stage for quite a bit. Do you think the people in the audience, uh, the, on stage, were aware of that? Well, if they were, they kept on going very professionally. Professionally, hey, yeah. It was the incident in Rose Sea. That's, of course, what we're talking about. We'll tell you exactly what happened there uh, in just a few moments. But let's take a break. Uh, I think we need some more coffee and tea on this side. Oh, yes. Uh, you listen to some music, and we'll chat to you in just a moment. Gay SA Radio is an online radio station, and we stream through the Internet. And many people say, but what about my data? Well, it only takes... 30 megabytes per hour to listen to Gay SA Radio. Now compare that to YouTube or Facebook and you will know Gay SA Radio is affordable. Gay SA Radio, where you are family.
Gay we are family. I'm Hendrik, and we're talking theatre bitches. We're talking Sleeping Beauty, the ballet by the Cape Town City Ballet. With me is Marie de Toy. Marie, we are talking now about the orchestra, the Cape Town Philharmonic Orchestra. Mm. Now, can I start by saying I got this one brochure in the theatre called Concerto, which has got all their concerts and, and lines. Oh. And I am desperate to go and, and, and spend a night at the symphony, you know, oh, and like go and listen wonderful. to some great music. So, what a treat! to have a live orchestra in the pit playing for this uh, production? Oh, well, first of all, they all looked very smart. Mm-hmm. They all looked the part, you know. I've seen some orchestras very, very down-dressed. Oh, so it was lovely. It felt very fancy. Then, of course, seeing the conductor's hand stick out every now and then, working through those instrumentations. I mean, it is fantastic. My favorite, of course, is usually the percussion. Mm-hmm. Every time the cymbals got knocked, I was all excited. <laughs> no, it really was quite dramatic. It was a lovely change from watching a show with uh, backing tracks. Mm. And obviously more challenging for a dancer to work to because if you have a backtrack, you know exactly the music is going to be the same every single mm. time. When it is live, it's... Yeah, you're taking a chance. It's I a mean, conversation, isn't it, then, between true. dancer and... and Conductor, especially you know, if somebody accidentally knocks over the hop or something, you know, then you're stuck <laughs> with a crisis. <laughs> so, I can imagine also the levels of stress and concentration that just come that aura of heaviness that has to be lightened up with music. I mean, I cannot imagine the amount of stress that every single performer goes through because they have to gel mm. from every note and every step has to gel. Oh, I think the orchestra was fabulous. They really did a fantastic job. No, they did. It was, it was so beautiful. I mean, the music to start with is so beautiful. And if you just do it beautifully like they did, it becomes magical. Yes, and, and the balance. I mean, mm. it was really lovely. You kind of felt like you were sitting in the music, mm. which is very, very nice. Very magical. Uh, and then the whole thing, of course, staged by Denise Schulze-Godfrey, now, if you read in the program, it's an amazing story. This woman has been doing ballet her whole life uh, and has an incredible CV and loads of history and lots of experience in staging the classics, uh, mm. apparently, which is very clear. She knows yes, how to do that. Yes, absolutely. You know what I liked is that every corner and every length and width of that stage was utilized. So it's not like you're wondering, oh, what is that little dog patch there in the corner? The dancers worked that stage from beginning to front. Yes, the blocking of the movements, it was very, very well done. I, I really enjoyed that. It felt alive. And I think that's quite a, a big deal for someone, you know, working through the stage, blocking the choreography, knowing that you've got to keep an audience focused in one area but uh, not leave a stage dead in other areas. That was actually, that must have been very difficult to do. That that must have been very hard because of the, the size of the cast again. Mm. I mean, there was a lot of people to choreograph around that. So, I mean, classical ballet like this obviously comes with a kind of a standard choreography. You know, it's been choreographed a mm. hundred years ago by somebody who ever, I, I don't, I'm not enough of a belletter main to know all of Belletumain. that detail. Mm, no, me neither. I know that word. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and so, so I, I honestly can't say what the history is and I haven't really researched it as the, the really great presenter that I am. Uh, so <laughs> you are indeed. <laughs> um, but because when I saw the Joburg production and I saw the Cape Town production, there was choreography that looked exactly the same. So it's mm. obviously they're standard things. Yes. But I think also that 
there are probably moments that they change things or, you know, adapted to the dancers and so on. Possibly, uh, yes. Um, but, I mean, just what a, a beautifully choreographed evening it was. It was yes, now like the movements said, the were really thing. lovely. Oh, and some beautiful moments, especially in, in the last act when we get to see the all the fancy... Mm, all the fancy life. guests at yes, the wedding. Yes. Beautiful, beautiful. Mm. Yeah, I did feel like every arm movement had its reason and mm. every head turn had its reason. Yes, it was rather overwhelming at times, actually. Thinking, wow, what did they fit all those steps into that little beat of music? It, it was great. No, really, really lovely. Because for me, ballet is, is like, it's like a, it's, it's like gymnastics in a way, you know. It's like mm. so athletic. The things they they get up to, it's incredible. And they make it look so easy. Yeah, but, you know, I'm just I'm just standing on my toes and turning, jumping in the air and jumping oh, and turning I mean, three times and landing perfectly on my toes again. I only nothing. make moves like that by accident, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> especially the males. Oh my oh. word! You know, usually the poor males. Are just standing there with their little ball box in the corner, and then they do a few, and they do lifts and stuff. But get the tutu all oh, up in their face. <laughs> they were astounding. They were astounding. Their choreography was lovely. So um, they I, really did just, just just when you say that, I do want to say that some of the senior soloists in this production was really great, especially Craig Pedro uh, mm. stood out for me personally. Uh, as really having a, a lot of talent and a lot oh, of drive. Yes, um, yes. So, yeah, I mean, the company generally really, really great. Um, okay, we're getting close to that uh, that moment that uh, mm. almost upset the whole evening, the incident yes. in, in row C or somewhere there. Uh, that's coming up in just a moment um, here on Gaze Radio with your family. Hello, darlings. This is your Queen of the Skies, Kathy Specific here. For the first time in history, an all-gay vacation hits the shores of Africa. Proudly brought to you by AfriGay. Join myself and the seductively saucy trolley dollies as we take you to the beautiful island of Mauritius to experience magnificent sun, sea and surf, a few decadent parties and the chance to make fabulous friends from all over the world. This unique event will be hosted by South Africa's aviation goddesses and your tantalizingly tempting poster girls for travel. For more information, buckle up, bitches, and book your spot at gaysayradio.co.za. Gays Radio, we are family. Hendrik here, and uh, we're coming to the end of our chat here about um, the production we saw in Cape Town, Marie. Sleeping um, Beauty, Sleeping so Beauty. beautiful. Lovely, lovely uh, production. And so good to see that Cities are supporting ballet. I mean, Joburg is supported by the mm. municipality, uh, Cape Town, certainly city, ballet. And we ended up at the after party uh, with a special guest, did we yes. not? Wow. Because well, we're special. Well, you are. Oh, I just kind well, of wandered in was, behind you. No, but you, you set that whole thing up. So afterwards, huh? there was this whole function catered by... Uh, um, the Phantom of the Opera. And uh, I don't know who got... Oh, you oh, know yeah. what? It was... It was um, uh, food Lovers. Food Lovers Market. Oh, Kate wow. Yeah, they were brilliant. Yeah. Love. With a chocolate Lovely. fountain and everything. So Marie... Well, first we, we dash for the wine. Then Marie dashes for the table. While I dash for that uh, uh, <laughs> chocolate fountain. Um, and go back to Marie and go, Hi. Oh, she's standing with people. Hi. Hi. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. And who does it turn out to be? Oh, well, the Mayor of Cape Town. The Mayor of Cape Town. And the Minister of Cultural Affairs and Sports. And yes, I felt totally outclassed, but what lovely people. And you know, it was amazing for me to see the kinds of people that came to the ballet. Because yes, now we had the, the VIPs and the la does 
But when you looked around you were, uh, in the auditorium, we're doing the breaks, it was everybody and anybody, and they all dressed to the nines. Mm. Oh, there was a lot of bling, mm. a lot of bling, a lot of uncomfortable shoes. And Including yours. <laughs> oh, mine were disgusting. But, uh, but I really like that. Thank you. It was really, um, like you were saying earlier uh, about the old-fashionedness and almost going back in time, it felt like that in terms of what the people were wearing as well. It wasn't the old jeans and tacky theatre experience. It was really lovely. Everybody dressed for the occasion, and it made it even more magical. I must just say I was very impressed because with the conversation I had there with the mayor, I found out we, we shared a passion. Mm, mm. What the was chocolate that fountain. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. couldn't stop. He went back again and Sweet again. Sweet on the lips, you know, <laughs> on the hips. Uh, no, oh, but lovely, lovely yeah. people. No, lovely. generally a great evening, and thank you very much to Artscape and the uh, Cape Town City Ballet for inviting us uh, to that. So the incident in Rosie. Yes. So yeah. that happened. When when exactly did that happen? I can't remember. It was kind of early on in the in the evening. It eh? was. It was. It was. I think after the first break. Ah, uh, Act Two then. Yes. Yeah. So, well, what happened was I just saw something out of the left corner of my eye happening, slightly in front of me, and suddenly the ballet grew dim, <laughs> and my attention was drawn to total freaking pandemonium. It was chaotic. It was it was weird because we were sitting, we were watching the ballet, and then suddenly these people, this woman, there was a commotion there with a woman, and then she stood up. And you know when somebody wants to go out in the middle of a show, yes. everybody's got to pop up so yes, to get past yes. you because somehow theatres are not designed for more than just your knees. So <laughs> everybody's got to pop up. So there's these... People popping up in front of us. One of those women's sort of kind of half okay, thank staggering. You me, thank you. Yeah. Well, she fell over like and like. And then she a fell pillar. over. Like she yes. just passed out there. And and you know f- from the music and the symbols, this side a little oh no in front of us. That was a bit yeah. And then of course the husband had to come past, and then everybody had to pop up again. And now and that's the point where I thought, do you think people on stage are seeing there's something wrong here? Because now this woman has passed out and she's lying in the aisle yes. there. Her husband's come there, and then all our attention was of course directed there. We missed like. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I found hilarious? I mean, there were like five, six people involved with this poor woman. I really don't know what happened. She had like she became involved something. in all sorts of things. But then you see this bottle of still water being passed down somewhere from the right and da 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 da. <laughs> a little pop up here comes the water. People. <laughs> so it was a very, very uh, dramatic moment for all. And, and throughout that, I was wondering if there is a doctor in the audience, because there used to be, we were talking earlier. Yes, so well, so. I mean, I knew in the old days when, when we performed in certain theatres, you know, if there was a crisis, we've had pregnant ladies faint or an old man get a heart attack, truly, seriously. And then it was easy to say, house lights, please, where's the doctor? And they take care of the situation. I think it would have taken more than a doctor that night and probably would have needed paramedic crew because it was really a lot going on there. She, she seemed to, they seemed to have taken her out at some point though, hey? Yes, that's, that's yes, and quite a few people left with were, her. So were, it was a yeah. kind of a little bit of a, a bald patch there yeah. for a while. Interesting. What do you do when you get into trouble in the theatre? I mean, you, 
you were saying somebody shouting in a production you were in. Yes, yes, you Sonny, help, help. <laughs> I was like, oh dear, what do you do? You stop the show. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the ballet people could do I that. I don't think you could stop no. <laughs> 200 Wave people. Wave your hands and say Well, if the conductor stop. did that, maybe. Yes. No, but no, no. I think they went on very well. Yeah. So well, I don't think you can could... stop a production no, like no. that. Oh my God. Didn't drop a smile, didn't mm. drop a beat. Yeah. So my eyes were flashing a bit from left to right there. But wow. from what I gathered, those professionals just kept going. It was really, really no, good. Lovely, lovely evening out. If you can, and, and if it's still on by the time you hear this, please go and support. Otherwise, uh, there's some more productions coming up. We'll tell you uh, about that in just a moment. But uh, let's take a break before we wrap all this up. I'm Hendrik for Gay SA Radio, where you are family. In years gone by, we used to have portable radios. These days, we have smartphones. And you can listen to Gay SA Radio by downloading the app from the iTunes Store, from Google Play, or the BlackBerry app world. Gay SA Radio with your family, Hendrik here, and uh, Marie, of course, uh, chatting about uh, Cape Town City Ballet, all things beautiful uh, and talented here on this episode oh, of Theatre Bitches. So, Absolutely yeah, lovely. So we love the evening at uh, Artscape and uh, Sleeping Beauty. Thank you very much to uh, everybody involved for a, a fantastic oh, evening. Yes, and yes. looking forward to what's coming up. Marie, what is coming up uh, next? Well, as far as I know, there's more ballet coming. Ah, yes. Well, you would expect that from City Ballet in Cape Town. You know... Any, I really appreciate you showing me the program so that I could read and sound intelligent, but I can't read a damn thing. <laughs> well, I, it says, I don't know. How do you pronounce it? That's the first thing. Satori? Satori. That sounds very, very glamorous. A trilogy of ballets. Now, that's the kind of ballet I like. I mean, I do like classical. I do appreciate yes. the classics. and the gra- I mean, there are some fantastic ones. And there's some not so nice ones. But what I really like is kind of modern ballet, if I can put it that way. Like yes. a modern, I mean, if you look at that picture, that's a beautiful girl in a, in a what do you call it? In that? a striped a, a, a leotard. Yes. With, um, and it's very simple, and you can see she's going to do something spectacular. And you have like a, a, a strip bare stage, so yes. it's all onto the dancer, and you, you free from sex, maybe, yes, you know? I like modern dance. It's like mm. this modern. I love it when they throw themselves on this floor and they roll and they, you know, do all that nonsense with. And you can see these are classically trained ballet dancers, oh, yes. but they know how to yes. use their body. You've got to know the rules to break yeah. them, eh? Anyway, so Cape Town City Ballet presents Satori, a trilogy of ballets that's on at the Artscape Opera House between the 26th of October and the 10th of November in 2019. So uh, I'm yes. sure you could go to their website and go check it out. It's... Uh, Artscape.co.za, and uh, that's probably uh, the place to go and do all the bookings and uh, check up all the productions coming up at the Artscape. Otherwise, you can just Google Cape Town City Ballet. Yes, and, and please, you know, brush off that old suit and hang out that old dress of yours because it's lovely to dress up. It is. We don't get ballroom dances or anything to go out to anymore, but the ballet, definitely. Go look fancy. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then have some food at Food Lovers Market. Absolutely. Support the ballet, so thank you for that. <laughs> Lots of sponsors for the season also, if you look at the uh, the program. And, I mean, making a ballet company like this viable obviously takes a lot of people and a lot of uh, support to do that. So if you can support the ballet in any way, they have a program so you can donate money and all sorts of things. Get involved, people. Come on, let's support ballet. It is such a beautiful art form. And um, something we haven't talked about, it's become so much diverse. I mean, it's not just the old Eurocentric white little pale girl dancing yes. anymore. We've got people of color who are incredible. Absolutely lovely. No, I, I really felt like this warm, fuzzy feeling uh, when I saw all these beautiful, different kinds of people on the stage. And uh, yes, our principal dancer being of color and our king being an old paley guy like me and I mean it was just so fresh so lovely so friendly to South Africa mm. so friendly to Cape Town no it was great excellent yes. Marie you always make such a great partner at uh, the theatre oh thank you you yeah. make such great coffee <laughs> <laughs> and we, we drink quite a bit of wine when we go yes. there so we, okay. we really enjoy our nice yes we do <laughs> it's worth every applause there we go um, so we will certainly be going to the theatre soon I'm going to see Marie's show soon so I'll, I'll, I'll do a separate episode without her and tell you all about that okay. uh, of course Marie uh, performing all over the country so um, yeah we'll, we'll get more insight into that <laughs> quite soon in another episode but we'll be back uh, quite soon for another episode of Theatre Pitches when I you've been I sincerely hope so oh, definitely we, we are going to see some great theatre yeah, season is coming up and tourists are coming mm. here in Cape Town it's almost uh, spring here uh, as we are recording this so yeah lots of things coming our way yes it's going to be great and keep your eyes out for open air shows as well oh yes no we're going yeah. to do all of that so yeah if you have a show that you want us to review or want us to uh, know about so we can help you publicize it please pop us an email info at gaysaradio.co.za and uh, yeah I'll uh, be in contact and we'll do as much as we can because we love the theater we support live performance Hallelujah. all the way yeah. that's the end of Theatre Bitches for this episode until we meet again uh, we'll have a great time bravo <laughs> I'm Hendrik for Gaysa Radio, where you are family.